voiced by a frog today. No. A young frog is here to talk about Listen, movies. She's very pretty and intelligent. Oh my god. So it's okay. <laughs> I'm a frog princess, if you will. Okay. JK, JK. Um, yeah, I'm sick, as yeah. you may hear. But bear with me. I still want to talk about movies. That's the most important thing. This is actually going to be a really awesome episode because it it's the end of the year. So Liv and Alex are going to do our um, top uh, 10 movies of the year that we've yeah. seen. This is the Ridiculous People podcast, by the way. This is the Ridiculous People podcast. Whoops. Hosted by Liv Sangor and Alex Shannon. Yeah. I'm wow. the second one of those. Hi, I'm the first one. I'm Liv. Great. Anyway, now that we've gotten all that intro out of the way, uh-huh. yeah, we're going to talk about our top 10 movies of the year. So um, yeah. if you're new here, we we talk about movies. We're we ridiculous. see so many movies. We do see a lot of movies. We see so many movies. I have to say, Alex, I yeah. am a little bit ashamed of this list because there are some key players uh-huh. that I have not seen. Well, we're not going to tell you guys our number one until That's next true. week. That's true. What we're going to do is we're going to... Break down uh, our top nine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Going from ten to two, mm-hmm. and then next week we'll talk about honorable mentions. Yes, yeah. And then we will get to our number one picks. We will. So it's exciting. So you yeah. guys have to keep listening. You have to keep subscribe. Listening. Wow, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> um, okay, I say let's yeah. get right the fuck into it. Let's just be a long conversation. You sneak peeked. You. I didn't. I didn't read. <laughs> I didn't do any. I didn't see it. I saw thine eyes. Oh my god! I didn't see anything, guys. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, what's your number ten? So my number ten was uh, the movie Logan. Surprisingly, okay. I didn't think this movie would make my top ten. And again, I haven't seen Shape of Water, but I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I mean, as of what I've seen, Logan is my I did not is my see number that ten. Movie. Um, it was. The last uh, installment of the Wolverine yeah, saga. Yeah, I did hear that. I, I know about it. Right, right. Um, again, I dip in, I dip out. You do dip <laughs> in, you dip out. And this is technically not the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it's still owned by Sony. Oh. Was still owned by Sony? No, okay. 20th Century Fox. It was owned by 20th Century Fox. Now, now Disney. Disney owns 20th. So that's why everyone's like. It's a Disney Channel original movie. It's a DCOM now. Yeah, yeah. X-Men the DCOM. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would watch yeah. the shit out of that. Oh, my God. But it has to be starring, like, the old faves, like, Christy Carlson Romano. Guys, do you guys, yeah. does everyone remember when Taron Killam was in Stuck in the Suburbs? Honey, yeah, I do. And he had fucking frosted, frosted tips. Frosted tips. Because sometimes you have to fucking make rent, okay? Listen, and you more know power to that him. I like him more great, now. That, yeah. Are you kidding <laughs> you know? me? That was a, probably a great paycheck. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Anyway, anyway. Logan. Um. <laughs> Right quick back tangent quick. to Eddie from That's a Raven. Oh, Jesus. Um, I really uh, liked it. Okay. Like, this is a strong word because I think the reason it it's made my... It's in your my, top ten. It is on my oh, top okay. ten. <laughs> it was really sad. Oh. Um, it was a Western, wasn't it? It was. It was a Western. Oh. It was a tragic. It had a really tragic story arc, which is honestly, I think, why I kind of liked it, you know? And Yeah, that's a strong choice. Yeah, it really is. And I think it really spoke to our cultural obsession with superhero movies. Mm. And, like, it spoke to these characters and, like, every single one of them was so deeply <clears throat> traumatized. Ooh. You know, if you were, if superheroes were real, right, mm. and they saw all the shit that they would see mm-hmm. yes they would be deeply traumatized fair, because yeah. they're people 
And it was really interesting to watch these people in their old age just sort of work through the trauma and they were very nihilistic about wow. humanity and the human condition. Damn. And it was so sad because I felt like so many of the characters, especially Professor X, mm-hmm. um, in this film especially, was so downtrodden and so like just like beaten by, you know, he keeps saving the world and then there's a new bad guy. Yeah. And it was like he couldn't do it anymore and he was old and like whoa you know and this made you like the movie in a way okay yeah okay. <laughs> i don't know it just felt yeah i don't know it, it was really well made mm-hmm. and i it stuck with me and i think the oh, reason okay. it's on my top 10 is because the movie came out in like january february mm-hmm. maybe march but like i still think about it you know what That's i mean fair, yeah where i'm st- like when i'm thinking of like movies from this year i'm always like whoa Loki. that movie you know yeah that movie hit me um all right so that's my number 10 there you go logan all right alex what's <laughs> your number 10 a bit of a turn from logan it's yeah. the big sick hey that's a good I... one adored the mm-hmm. big sick mm-hmm. i'm a huge lover of the rom-com genre yes 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 i'm always waiting for it to be resurrected mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. write my own scripts yes. in the rom-com yeah. worlds that are a little bit more progressive right and sure. involve women totally <laughs> more yeah, yeah um so i really loved the Big Sick. Yes. It's the story of um, Kumail Nanjiani mm-hmm. and his wife Emily V. Gordon. Yes. And how they actually, you know, yeah, dated. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's really lovely. I mean, it's pretty obvious that she becomes sick. It's yeah. called The Big Sick. It is. Um, she just pops into a coma really quick. Mm-hmm. And um, she does. And it's, oh. yeah. And like the ups and downs of that and and uh, how Kumail meets her parents. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and like the navigation of of that, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's some really amazing cameos in yeah, it from so some true. really wonderful comedians, and Ray Romano is like super good he in was it. Incredible, really he was incredible. Yeah, yeah, and like Holly Hunter, I believe, yeah. plays uh, she's mother, yeah. her mom, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. She's up for a Golden Globe nom, I think. For yeah, it. she is. Yeah, I just thought it was like full of great performances. Really warmed my fucking yeah. heart. It was um, a very much like a you will cry laughing and then just like cry. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it was so funny. I thought it, was, and I also thought it did really what touching. all good comedies do, which yeah. was allow yeah. for some really sad moments. To it happen. really did. And I think it was super satisfying because you could see the cracks yeah. in the relationship. And, right. Like, and, you know, them as people. Definitely. And it still worked yeah. somehow. Yeah. You know, and like, I think that's the only way to do like true rom com is like mm-hmm. you gotta have moments of tragedy because 100%, that's life, yeah, right. And so that's the only way that it makes it feel legitimate, right? And feel like a real true story, right? And, um, yeah, and I just fucking loved it, and it was a super indie movie that totally mm-hmm, blew everybody mm-hmm. away by word of mouth. Yeah, and I love a little engine that could definitely. And it blew up because it was at Sundance when we were there, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it was this it was huge everywhere. movie. Yeah, yeah. And I love Kumail. Like he's amazing. he's amazing. Yeah, he's so great. And yeah. he's very funny. He's very very smart. He's yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, the big sick. Yeah, I was like it has to be on my top ten. I really I just... liked the way they actually put an emphasis on um his relationship with the 
in-laws well the parents at that Mm -hmm. time but you know the current in-laws as well because i feel like that's always a thing that either movies like fucking monster in law like (laughs) try to do but do so poorly or meet the fockers or something like that or like you know it's often like don't even address yeah it's it's either like not there or it's too much you know and this was a really interesting way of like introducing parents into a relationship because it's so vital yeah well and And it's such a and it's such a bizarre way yeah to do it like they meet because she's in a coma but then like you kind of watch them like navigate their mistrust of each other and like right become friends and like and it's it's like through grief yeah you know but it's a really specific kind of friendship too and like i think anybody who's seen like a healthy relationship in the world yeah. before it's like when people get along with their in-laws it's like a really cool special Definitely. friendship yeah. kind of like yeah. relationship and um i thought that like they totally hit the nail on the head 100 percent with it yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay that's my number 10 big sick was great yeah yeah what's your number nine all right my number nine is a disaster artist <laughs> oh disaster artist oh I know we kind of semi-recently talked about it, but I just... Oh, hi, Mark. The strangest, most uplifting story. It really (laughs) was. You know? That shit was inspiring. It was inspiring. He's getting a a wide release. I know. The Room is getting a wide release. Which is also mind-blowing. He's on Twitter now, thank God. Thank... Finally. He said, 14 and a half years, never give up your dreams. And I was like, fuck yes, Tommy Wiseau. He's right. He is. You know? Um... Yeah, I loved I, I I loved it. It like made a, that's another one. Right, I feel like most of these movies are on my list because they made a lasting impact on me. Sure, and that's one that again I keep. I mean, I go to work every day and I think about it. You know, for yeah. in whatever you know. Yeah, or whenever I'm feeling down in my career, which is about every hour. Yeah, I you sure. know, you know. <laughs> yeah, they allowed for the weirdness of Tommy Wiseau to like come through without yes. making fun of him. Yes, without the whole right. thing just being like isn't this guy weird? You yeah. Know, like sort right. of thing. Yeah. But then at the same time, like he was the fucking hero. Yeah. Like he was the hero. He right. was the hero. And they let that happen yeah. while also being like, is weird. You yeah. know, like, cause he's so cause he's weird. Bizarre. He's a weird guy yeah. and like a little problematic, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, that's the, the hero of most stories. Yeah. Also fun fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, James Franco directed, the disaster artist yeah. in yeah. character as Tommy Wiseau, which is so bizarre. Did. Which oh, like God. I only, I mean, I found out because I fucking watched right. Seth Rogen do like the late night circuit, and oh, yeah. he like was talking about it. Right, right. And but I just think that's the most bizarre thing I've it's, ever heard. It is bizarre, but that's like the only way to direct <laughs> a movie about the room is like in the weirdest way possible. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Somehow it works, but if I was on set, I would be like, "What?" <laughs> well, I mean, it's also James Franco. It is. I, I don't think anybody else could have done him justice. No. I don't think anybody no. else could have done Tommy Wiseau justice because James Franco is just weird enough. We also, me yeah. both me and Alex agree that we, like we tire quickly of James Franco, right? Is that a good yes. way to sum it up? That's a great way to sum it up. Okay. <laughs> we did not tire of him in this no. film at all. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, nine. our tone is very opposite on each of these. I'm so ready. What is <laughs> Number it? Number nine is Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yes. Dunkirk was amazing. Yes. Dunkirk. Um, yes. I fucking loved that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just absolutely fabulous. Yeah, yeah. You follow no name people mm-hmm. the whole time, and they make you 
you feel for them because they're human fucking beings right, rather right. than knowing that he has a girl waiting for him back home and right. his name is Kirby and he has a dog right. named Jake that and lame he lived season. on a farm. Yeah, you that know? lame that season. Whole thing. That lame section where they're like, you know, Tang or like, yeah, in the and trenches. They, like, and they have like, their backstory so Like, what is your, where are you from, kid? No one gives a fuck. Yeah. It's war. <laughs> well, yeah. And like, they're not having their backstory no. talk right now. Right now they're fucking stranded on a beach. Right. <laughs> exactly. Ah, you know? And like, it, um, I recently heard a film critic talk about the first, like the opening scene and yeah, how yeah. like, I mean, opening scenes of movies are always like deeply, deeply important. Totally. Um, and how like disorienting mm. the first scene is and how, like, yeah, that's so true. And like when, like when you go through that whole sequence, mm-hmm. which is like a super long shot, you just realize that Chris Nolan's not going to mm. give you any information. Mm. Like he's just not going to give you any information. Right. right. And you just got to figure it out. Totally, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the most he gives you process. is a flyer. Right. That's so true. It's a, it's, it's the, the, we have you surrounded. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the, we have you surrounded flyer. Right. Um, yeah. I just thought it was so beautifully shot. It was so beautifully done. I mean, Chris mm-hmm. Nolan and his timelines weaving them together mm-hmm. as always. So wonderful. Great. Eye performances from Tom Hardy because we never see his face, the bottom half of his face anymore. No, we don't. It's in his contract. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it still made me cry. Yes. Oh my God. Right. In that fucking plane, dude. Oh, um, preaching to the choir. <laughs> anywho, yeah. So that movie was incredible. Um, it was unlike any war movie I've seen, and Definitely. I do, I do like war movies. Yeah, yeah. That's you're a thing a I think people war movie person don't wouldn't expect from me. Oh no, having <laughs> just been like. I love a rom-com rom-coms are my favorite it's like one of two of my favorite things to ever watch ever uh-huh. it's like my best friend's wedding um yeah also band of brothers yes. <laughs> like, whatever i love it um yeah but i just thought it was great it the sums civili- you up as a person this, yeah that's my aesthetic yeah um but yeah the civilians rescue the army yeah the country which is so beautiful the country yeah. comes for them the way that yeah. they uh, went out there for their country and I just think that was like really beautiful it wonderful. was yeah it was yeah. really beautifully done um so yeah Dunkirk Dunkirk was incredible hell yeah what's yours my number, number eight. eight yeah number eight my number eight is whose streets mm. so now that is a documentary the only reason it's not higher is because yeah. I uh will not be watching that again for a very very long time that's 100% fair yep yeah um, oh, and disclaimer, the only yeah, reason yeah. Dunkirk isn't higher on mine yeah. is because there were virtually no women in it. Fair. There was Fair. literally, like, yeah. one woman on a boat. Yeah, she literally. she doesn't get to say anything. No, she does not. <laughs> she was, like, a nurse. She says, she like, one like, thing. Yeah. She's like, dear, get a life jacket. Yep. <laughs> That's, like, the only thing she yeah. does. Oh, yeah. So. Fair. That's the only reason it's not higher. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I feel you. There's a lot of, yeah, I feel like some of these were, like, it would be higher, but I can't it's get all past guys. this one thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally fair. Of course it is. Yeah. So I had to move it down. Understandable. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah. Um, Who's Streets? Yeah, Who's Streets? Um, yeah, it's hard to watch. Mm, um, it is. It uh, was a documentary about Ferguson, the Ferguson uh, protests. protests and everything. The evolution of, all, yeah. of everything that happened. I'm so sorry, Excuse guys. you. Who is that? <laughs> oh, hi. Someone I know. Anyway. Um, Someone <laughs> I know. Lol, 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 lol. Just bleep her name out. <laughs> yeah, I know. I oh my god, I will. Wait, okay. that would be so funny. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna do it. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it's two streets. Uh, a documentary about Ferguson. It was really great. We saw it at a uh, Sundance. So this is one of the first movies of the year that yeah. I saw. Um, that we saw. We talked a little bit about that. I think in a previous podcast. We did. We referenced it and yeah, talked about watching. what it was like mm-hmm. to see, to see it. it. Yeah. Um, because we were sitting in separate sections. We, we were, were all, upset yeah. first, we but were then we were like, sitting Holy in separate shit. sections. Yeah. It was like. 
uh, Liv, I, and our friend Paul. I was like out. sour Paul, at first when we yeah. like before we were, like, the movie I started. Can't we got yeah. split up. <laughs> yeah, right. But then afterwards, I was like, I'm really glad that like I was I dealt with that alone. Yeah, that was one of those things <laughs> yeah. that you just really needed to like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I it was I think a really awesome, um, you know, way to look at how important mm-hmm. every single like every single little event you know, since the shooting, you know, led to where we are right now with Black Lives Matter. And I thought it was so well done. These documentarians, these people had never made a movie before, which I honestly didn't believe for a few seconds when they first said it. I was like, no, but you guys like make commercials or something, you know, it's like, you've done something. No, no, we're just from Ferguson. Right. And we wanted to tell our story. And it was so So clear. And it was like, you know, one of the things that I would think about when this whole net neutrality thing came out was I was like, if net neutrality wasn't a thing, we would never have even known about Ferguson. Yeah, because it was all social media. It was, yeah. yeah. And that movie did, I think, a really great job at showing the importance of social media without being all like, oh, whoa, look at social media. Yeah, the I feel new, like they, they, you know? they put it in there almost as guideposts. Yeah, it for was. people to be like, oh, I saw that tweet. Oh, because it was that's famous, when that was happening? Famous tweets, famous yeah. videos mm-hmm. that we all literally just found on like Twitter yeah, mostly or viral. like Facebook or like, yeah. I remember sharing half of that shit or like commenting on it, yeah. you know, w- amongst our friends. It really and helped with the timeline for me. It did. Yes. Yeah. Same. Same. Because then um, you realize just how far back yeah. that was, just yeah. how long ago. Right. And how like how we stopped paying attention yes after a certain so period true. of time and like yeah. hence why they you know these the the organizers of it first of all two of the main organizers were queer black women yeah that's right which i thought was really i honestly did not know no. i accredited a lot of it to some of the men involved like d-ray and some mm-hmm. other people and they did play a really big role and that was awesome but like i didn't realize that the people who started it yeah you and know, they followed her yeah yeah. Which was super cool. That was like the main focus um, of the movie. It was one yeah. of the or- main organizers. Right. Being, yeah. Mm-hmm. A black uh, queer woman. Yeah. Which was amazing. And that they were talking to the youth. I mean, mm-hmm. that like older black people in the community weren't listening, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. or didn't want to take the same action like they did. And it yeah. was sort of like, it, it, it felt, it spoke really to the times and like to the importance of galvanizing young people. You know, and social media and protest, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really inspiring. So I think everyone should watch it. Again, it's not an easy watch. No, but I think it really it really helps to show, you know, there is a controversy around the protest. There are there are huge swaths of this country that see those protests as violent people. being Violent. Right. Um, And to to watch a home Mm -hmm. video of someone going out in their front yard and watching a tank roll down right. their road and be like, what the fuck is happening? Right. It just, it really gives you the fucking context of like, yeah. oh my God, what if that was me? You know, right. like, what I would mean, you I do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of the whole point of a documentary. Right. Oh, totally. Most yeah. of the time is like, for sure. But I felt for like sure. that did that in the best way possible Definitely. of like, yeah. oh yeah, I would also protest. I right. would also stand out there and I would do that. And then, yeah, like, I would also be so upset that yeah. nobody believed me. Of course. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. it was just that whole, that whole perspective was mm-hmm. like so beautifully yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. It was a really well-made doc. So mm-hmm. 
That's my number eight. My number oh. eight is The Shape of Water. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, my God. I hate to see it. Oh, my God. Okay, no spoilers, but, like, tell me everything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will warn everyone. Okay, okay. There is fish okay. fucking. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm here, Alex. <laughs> okay. Hey. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's God. fine. Everybody, it's 2017, <laughs> almost 2018. If you want to fuck a fish, I don't know. <laughs> Get oh the God. fish's permission. Get yeah. the fish's As consent. long as it's consensual. <laughs> oh, my God. We're the worst. This fish was consensual. Anyway, um, it was very beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah. Beyond, like, the fish fucking. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It just <laughs> it's one of those things that sticks with you like right just right. images mm-hmm. just will pop back up in your head I mean, even like, just the trailer was visually Christ. stunning it was yeah and like the things like sally hawkins like the mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. she says like i just mm-hmm. i don't know like um there's just a lot about like us seeing other each other and mm-hmm. other people mm-hmm. and like he sees me he sees me as me mm-hmm. not me as the mute girl uh-huh. is like part of it right and then like thinking about you know water as an image in general oh, i'm yeah. obsessed right. with water yes like as an image mm-hmm. um in a lot of the stuff that i write mm-hmm. um so like that's really satisfying mm-hmm. for me <laughs> yeah nearly the entire movie is green which i love <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like alex um, has so many green clothes i like <laughs> green no it's a great color i just think it's so funny anyway no i didn't realize it until yeah. someone yelled at me um so yeah. i was like why is everything you own green and i was like it is <laughs> yeah i have i'm not super self-aware sometimes um but <laughs> yeah i mean and it's not green in like t- the way twilight was yeah. blue kind of way Ooh. guillermo del toro right. is a master a good filmmaker yeah 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 um and yeah, I don't know. Like, you just go along with the crazy and the heartbreak. And right. there's just so much of it that is just so heartbreakingly mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, it, just the small little parts mm-hmm. of, like, I don't want to ruin anything right, right. for anybody. But, like, um, just a, a quick little tiny B-plot. Ble- yeah, yeah. Like, it, but it's not a B-plot. Because mm-hmm. it just oh, it makes me ache every time I think about it. But, mm-hmm. like... Her best friend, who's, like, the, like, failed ad man who, mm. like, just, like, does illustrations for ads, mm-hmm. um, he's a closeted gay man. Oh, uh-huh. And he, like, keeps going back to this pie shop uh-huh. just to see the pie boy. Oh. But, like, they hate the pie. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. And, like, they always, like, she takes, like, a bite and she's, mm-hmm. like, Ugh, And, like, it turns her whole mouth green. Uh-huh. And, like, it's the key lime pie. And he, like, opens the fridge and there's just, like, a ton of half-eaten slices of key oh, lime pie. Uh-huh. And it's just so beautiful. I don't right. know. There's just something about that image of, like, those half-eaten key right. lime pies that he just, mm-hmm. like, tosses it in the back. Yeah, and right. I'm, like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. I don't know. There's just something really, like... Mm-hmm really wonderful about right. like all of the images that Guillermo del Toro chooses right, to right. be in his movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like everything has a purpose mm-hmm. and the more you think about one image or one object, the mm-hmm. more meaning it can take on. And right. like he put it there for you to do that. Right. Right. Like he's not just putting some shit Definitely. in the background because it looks nice. <laughs> right. He's a very intentional filmmaker. I mean, 100%. every frame is intentional. Yeah, yeah. totally. And, and he made this movie for, like, no money at all. And right? he did That's that on true. purpose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, he said, and which I think is really amazing because he's like, no, like, struggle from, like, from the struggle of trying to make that work comes the most creative and best solutions. Mm-hmm. 
and therefore comes like the best movie. If mm-hmm. you give me all the money in the world, I'm not going to make the best movie that I could make. Right, right. You have to give me restrictions because that's where creativity lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he also said in that same interview that um, the origin of thought is disobedience. And mm-hmm. I just like lost That's my incredible. Mind. Yeah. He's the, yeah. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He's very insightful. Anyway. He's very intelligent. Um, he's amazing. The yeah. only reason it's not higher on my list is because it is really, truly mainly about fish fucking so. okay yeah well yeah you know we do it here anyway um <laughs> fair, as- fair assessment <laughs> number seven mm-hmm. is ladybird oh ladybird i love that movie i know it's great um yeah i mean we talked about this literally like two episodes ago mm-hmm. um i just thought the mother-daughter relationship was yeah. the most well done i've ever seen yeah. on film i mean it felt so real and I could understand. And it may also be the age that I'm at. We talked about that. Mm. But like... But I think it's just as fucking well I think it was just well written and well directed. It's fucking women written by a woman who's like been a daughter, you know, and Mm -hmm. like been there and she knows her mom. (laughs) You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't know. It's just it's so satisfying. It is. Yeah. Hear women speak like women because they were written by a woman. Exactly. It's amazing. Yeah. And it was... So I could understand both of the women's perspective, like both the mother and the daughter's perspective tenfold. Like there was nobody who was right and nobody who was wrong. And yeah, every time they were both. And like every time they finished arguing, I felt like I had the same feeling every time I finished arguing with my mom when I was that age. It was just the feeling of like, ugh, because it's like nobody won. No, nobody ever wins in those Uh -uh. kinds of like, you know, debates, even if it's about something specific. Right. And one person goes, you're right. At yeah. the end of it, it's like, no, and now I just feel shit because right. I yelled at my mom a bunch. Exactly, you know? right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it was. It felt very real. Yeah. I thought the tone established by Greta as the director mm. was also on point. I've never experienced anything close to anything that's happened in that movie. Right. And <laughs> yet I completely understood it and she, felt like I had. She built you know that world. I mean? Except for the whole going to school in New York thing. That was too real oh, but yeah. i mean the moving to nyu and but getting yeah your stomach pumped the first week right we didn't do that no we did not but we knew many a person we who did, did. <laughs> and even then even then i was like no i completely get it i'm completely with it and yeah. i think the reason it's lower on the list than it probably would be normally was mm. because it was a very white movie True. in a very white setting uh-huh that but the fact that i could understand that, everything yeah you know, yeah. put it higher. You know what I mean? It went like low and then, and then I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. No. It so evened itself out. It did. Yeah. It um, landed at seven. Yeah, yeah. It landed at seven. And go. I thought it was great. And I'd watch it again. Uh, easily. Bless. It was so fun. And great. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, Greta Gerwig should have gotten the best direction nomination. She fucking, uh, it's a travesty I know. that the Golden Globes did not fucking I mean, nominate like, her. Are we surprised? She's going to get also... a fucking Oscar nomination and then the Hollywood foreign press can go fuck itself. She better. She, she's I honestly her. don't have very much faith in the Oscars, but it's from past heartache. I mean, fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. Um, but, but they did open it better. because everybody yelled about it. Yeah. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll Fingers fucking, fucking crossed. She deserves it. Anyway, great well-written, well-directed, well-acted. Everybody in it was amazing. Yeah, she's fabulous. Fucking Saoirse Ronan. Ugh. Snaps. So good. So great. Anyway, I love Lady Bird. Yes. <laughs> no, my number seven is Who's Streets. Hey! So we don't have to talk about it. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my number seven is Who's Streets. I... Yeah, that fucking movie stuck with me, and every yeah. time I think about it, I'm like, everybody should see this movie. 
Yeah, right. Every single person should see this movie. Yeah, that's anybody so who, true. Yeah. Any 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 American should yeah. see this movie. Anybody yeah. who's alive during that time should see this movie. Yeah. Like I yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Um so good. Yeah. So, so And it'll good. go through I feel like it'll stand through history too. Like our kids uh-huh. could watch it mm-hmm. and it'll be like that they was should. this time, yeah. you know. Yeah. So good. Amen. What's your I number six? Agree. My number six is I Tanya. Yes! It's a new edition. I honestly want to watch it again, but I just I, I feel just... like moving upwards and into these parts of yeah. the list where all, it's going to be a lot of the same movies but in different positions. I know. Yeah, it really but, is. Okay. I Tanya. I great, Tanya. Great, great. I loved it so much. It was so funny, but so, so like dark. Yes, right? Yes. Oh my god. Loved I thought it. the format was fantastic. Yeah. I love movies like this where it's like based on a true story, weirdly kind of a satirical documentary, mm-hmm. like the big sick I'm the big, not the big sick. I'm sorry. I love the big what? sick. Yeah. The big, what? the big short, the big short. Ah, uh, yes. Oh my God. Another Margot is another Robbie. one of my faves. Margot Robbie was in that too. She was Just in for that. A she was in bathtub <laughs> explaining CDOs to us. Yeah. <laughs> Just for a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that's another one of my faves. And I... The Big Short's such a good movie. It was... Oh, my God. I learned so much. Yeah. But this was another one where I was like... I hadn't... I mean, I, I really didn't know a lot about Tonya Harding, to I be honest. I don't think anybody knew that much about no, Tonya Harding. right? But the way that they did those to camera interviews was yeah. brilliant. Allison Janney with that fucking parrot on her. Oh, my God. Holy the shit. parakeet or whatever kind of bird whatever. was just, like, poking at her ear. And she was she like, goes, God, damn stop it. it. Yeah. It was so funny. Like, fuck off. It's like, this is incredible. Allison Janney's so fucking good Oh, my movie. God. What a great character. She's just, like, the fucking worst person on the planet. No, she's, like, the <laughs> she devil. She's the we worst fucking person on the planet. But, like, it, she does it so well. Yes, it's so good. And what's crazy is that Allison Janney is just so natural fucking likable yeah we saw her yes. we saw her in um, oh god six, what was that fucking called six I don't remember six, six de- degrees, degrees something it was a play it was yeah, great it was a play it was called we like loved, six directions of we loved her she shit. did amazing but she was she was incredible she was um she's on broadway and she was yeah. the best part i mean she was one of the best parts one of the best parts that's true that's true it was her she's and one. the um the other the main, the, the main guy yeah yeah, yeah. we're yeah. just doing so well she's super great that we whole movie was so fabulous yeah the hair was insane. It's just the crazy. story was even more insane. Was it you told me that they had to like Photoshop and uh, not Photoshop? Oh what do you yeah. Call it? So basically, um, to sh- they shot like a ton of right. the skating, right? And we were like, whoa, that was crazy. Like, yeah. I wonder how they shot it, right? Um, in an interview that Margot Robbie did, I was listening to, she was saying that they couldn't. They were like talking to their skate stunt coordinator, mm-hmm. and they were like, so we'll just get somebody in that has like a similar build. Yeah. to me and and can do the triple axel and they were like uh, no <laughs> they just went like you can't and like, she's like no what? one can do the triple she's like, axel sports have evolved though like i mean tanya harding did it in the 90s right and they were like yeah no one can fucking do yeah. the triple axel that's why she became famous from it Fair. um because that's part of why tanya harding became right. internationally renowned is right. because she landed the triple axel yeah um and like they explain in the movie how like why it's so fucking difficult right and then it's just even more proof that they had to fucking cgi it yeah in right. the movie they right. had to cgi it's crazy her landing the triple axel yeah. um they had stunt people do like all the other jumps and stuff right. but they were like yeah we had to fucking cgi that shit because yeah. nobody could do it not that's one insane. um and they shot that movie in like a month Right, you which is that fucking too. nuts. Jesus Christ! 
Yeah, she said there was like two, over 200 scenes. It was like oh 220 god. scenes or some shit. What? And they shot it in like 31 days. What? Oh my god. It's, yeah. Guys, it's mind-blowing. Just it's everyone, absolutely Go insane. watch the movie. It's, it's so great. So cool. Yeah. Margot Robbie, when she talks about it, she's like, it was just really important for us to get the tarn, right? Oh my god. We stop. had to get the tarn. No. <laughs> we had to get, you know, the tarn was just oh really important. Because <laughs> she's Australian. If so you guys Australian. Don't know. Um, but yeah. The tone was yes. right. <laughs> the tone. For me. Yeah. Yes, it great. was. Yeah. Was. What number are we on? You're number six. What's your number six? six? What's my number six? What's your number six? Ingrid Goes West. <gasps> yes. I Goes West. loved Ingrid Goes West. Yeah, yeah, Um, It's starring Aubrey Plaza yes. and Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. And it's just about a girl who becomes obsessed with a uh, famous Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she, like, stalks her out to LA because like her life falls apart and so she decides to just go do that yeah and be her yeah and like it's crazy and it's so interesting um and it just I mean besides talking about like how we are on social media yada yada I mean yeah it does that but it it never damns anybody no it really doesn't which was so cool and nice but that was another one where the tone was just so specific it that was. it really stuck with me afterwards. Yeah. I yeah. just like kept thinking about like certain shots and thinking about certain like themes that they talked about of just about like like gen- being genuine. Like what does that mean right. to be genuine? Totally. What does it mean to be authentic? Mm-hmm. What is authenticity? Mm-hmm. And is authenticity important only if it sells? Right. Well, and, you and know what I mean? Thing. Like, it's, it's this whole fucking thing. And, and it I, never gave you a definitive answer. No, it, just it just presented raised a bunch of questions. Yes. I thought that was brilliant. Through, though. like, a ridiculous and hilarious story. Oh, it was so Like, funny. my favorite thing ever was how our friend pitched it to us when he yeah, saw yeah, it at yeah. Sundance. Yeah. And we hadn't seen it yet. Um, was He said, uh, Aubrey Plaza is looking at a picture of yeah. avocado toast that this girl right. posted. And she... Oh, my God. One of the drafts of her comment is, like... That looks so fucking yummy. What's your email address? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. And I'm like, yeah, like I've had that yeah. feeling. Of, and like, we quote that like, all the time. So. Yeah, that looks so fucking yummy. What's, What's your, your email, email address? address? Yeah. It's like that thing of when you when you have a friend crush on someone, yeah. it's like way harder to deal with. Yes, <laughs> it's sometimes so, because there's yeah. no. I mean, especially if you have a, a like an internet friend, right? Crush, and it's like, how the fuck do you try to how do you make that, that gap and friendship like become friendship. friends? No, yeah. it's. I mean, there's no especially predicate as a, for it I as feel adults. Like. It's so hard to make friends. It is. Yeah, you know, like I feel like there's no standard right. code of conduct. I don't know. It was just. Yeah. It was just so weird and yeah, wonderful and so like. I feel like it was satirical towards Carol- California. Oh yeah, which I so loved. was. It <laughs> so like, was the second yeah, she moves New to York, LA. Oh, yeah. Oh I know. my god, it was Everything. so fun. Yeah, exactly. Just like so much about like mm, Joshua Tree, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I loved just as a social media person for work uh-huh. I really also appreciated how they actually showed the process of getting an Instagram photo oh my god yeah and how, how much goes long into it. it took you know 100% like I'm an Thank avid you. follower of like professional social media or yeah yeah and I watch their vlogs too right so I know that's true you get how they, so I what know goes how it. much they take that shit on DSLRs yes they take exactly. those pictures on professional Some grade of that cameras. Photoshop. Put it on. No, they yeah, they put yeah. it on their fucking right. computer. They Photoshop it. Mm-hmm. They get someone yeah. or themselves right. create a sp- 
special yeah. fucking filter for themselves that yes. doesn't exist on Instagram right. or doesn't exist mm-hmm. on, a, on a preloaded yeah. app anywhere. And then they put it on the right. fucking app. And right. they act like they took it on their fucking camera. Well, that's why it gets X amount of K likes. Yeah. I mean... You know, that that doesn't just happen with the click of a button. And no. I thought that was great. And that's why they're getting paid, like, so, you know, exactly. fucking $80,000 right. for, like, six Instagram posts and a right. Snapchat story, right. you know, by a certain brand, yeah. you know? Very fascinating. I know. So Look that's why us. I love Angry Goes West. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I already have an, a built-in fascination Definitely. with influencers. Mm-hmm. But also, I just thought, like, the tone of it was so beautiful. It was. The color scheme and Aubrey Plaza's weirdness. And, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so what's your number five? My number five is Wonder Woman. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Guys, I'm... <sighs> Newsflash, I love superheroes. Um, Newsflash. I know you guys didn't realize that before, but um, I... Uh, Wonder Woman... I cried a lot during Wonder Woman. Um, I've never seen... To be fair, I also cried. Yeah. Yeah, you get it. Not a lot, but I did. Yeah, no, it's fair. I saw it by myself. Fair. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, I, uh, it made a really big impact on me. I honestly didn't really appreciate or understand Wonder Woman until a couple of years ago when I went home to Germany and my dad kind of explained Wonder Woman's origins to me. Um, after which I, I, I used to not really like her because I was like, why isn't she wearing any clothes? How come she doesn't? And the ones that mm. the comic books that I was looking at, she also didn't have superpowers and I didn't realize that that was the comic book companies that took her superpowers away after the creator died. And Fuckers. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, a lot of what we talked about this when I, when I talked about, uh, Dr. Marsden and the Wonder Woman, that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that a lot of Wonder Woman's origins are actually very feminist and very sex positive. Um, and that being something that I just didn't know. And, you know, whether or not she's not my favorite superheroes still i mean that's not going to change from me figuring out where she came from right but i thought the movie did a really awesome job at you know showing the re- like i feel like all the reasons why i changed my mind on wonder woman were like in that movie and also it was directed by a woman hell yeah she made so much money for it she's going to direct the next movie she did the, this one movie for a million dollars she's going to do the next one for eight or nine fucking good and i think that's amazing um she should it was the highest grossing superhero movie of all time as of right now yeah that's so dope yeah um hell yeah i just think it was really it was an important movie i don't think i think technically maybe or or from a screenplay standpoint i would probably have put it below Mm -hmm. a lot of the movies on this list so far um but again it's just the impact and I think especially in terms of the superhero genre and the superhero world, I think it was just really important. So hence why it's number five. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My number five wasn't perfect either. Oh, hey, what was your number five? Um, Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, man. (laughs) I fucking love that movie. Oh, yeah. Francis. Um, Francis. Oh, my God. (laughs) Francis, Francis. Francis, Francis, Francis. Francis McDormand. Yeah. Um, I thought she was incredible. Yeah. I've heard insane critiques of her I know. which is of anything insane. that you're gonna critique I mean, in that movie i feel like she's well, not of her performance but of her character what no yeah, you're still wrong was, they're yeah. still wrong and it was like well like martin mcdonough doesn't know how to write a woman he's ever met a woman in his life or something and i was like 
what kind of sh- fucking soft ass <laughs> women have you been talking to? Because no, she true. reminded me of people. Yes, you say hi. Yeah, because guess what? Women can be fucking angry yes. and wear a jumpsuit and fucking be the worst right. sometimes. Right, and like in the trailer, fucking kick two teenagers in the crotch. That was so. Funny. It was amazing that I, scene too even in yeah. the actual movie i was like this is amazing yeah <laughs> this is like, the movie's not perfect obviously no, of course not. not but and like the idea that like people were like <laughs> peter dinklage was in it and like all they had all he had was like dwarf jokes and stuff like that and i was like okay but you have to think about peter <sighs> yeah. dinklage yeah do you think that he yeah. would be in a movie that he thought was a degradation of his character. Of course not. Exactly. Because that's not what the movie was saying. What the no. movie was saying was that's who these kinds of people are. Right. And that's what happens to people who are different in these kinds of towns exactly. in America. Right. And giving truth and voice to that. Because yeah. Peter fucking Dinklage knows what's degrading to him yeah. is to play a fucking elf. Yeah. It's to play a fucking a goblin. He's a, like, I yeah, swear to right. God, I'm never going to put on a long fucking beard. Because fuck men. you. Yeah. And like, I mean... She like and the thing is like Frances McDormand's character like is intrigued by the fact that he's hitting on her constantly. Right. right. And it's Clearly. not it's not that she's like, I'm not gonna fuck this guy. It's like, I've got better things to worry about, but it's fucking hilarious that this guy suddenly like wants to get in my pants. Like yeah. what? You know what I mean? And like I Well don't and know. like hot take. I think it was oh, God, I got a lot to say about this movie, but we gotta mm-hmm. save it for next week because that was my number eleven. Um Okay. Yeah, I mean I but think like, and, like and yeah, it didn't deal with race. Right. Sure. It like halfway dealt with race. Yeah. And then didn't. That's the only reason However, it wasn't comma, in the list. Yeah. I will mm-hmm. say, I think that that was a good choice for him. Definitely. Well, I think the problem is like, if he would have done it, it probably wouldn't. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Because he doesn't exactly. understand that. He doesn't that. know. Yeah. I don't think he, un- he doesn't quite understand that no. part of it. He hasn't been here long enough. No. And that's. And Fine. he's a white guy. So Honestly, like, there's limitations to his storytelling. And I was kind of glad that he was like, I'm not going to tell that story because that's not my story to tell. Yeah. I'm well, I'd talk much about, rather him not yeah. do it than do it badly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I yeah. think like also he wasn't what he wasn't trying to do was like have a moral play. No. Like that's not what he was doing right now. Like yeah. that movie isn't about the good people. Right. It's about the people that are fucking in between yeah. that have shit fucking done to them mm-hmm. and they do fucking fucked up shit to other people right. and they curse and they spit and they throw yeah. things, and they light things on fire and they right. throw people out windows yeah. and they're the worst, but also they're the best and also they're amazing to watch. Well, and I think I should save some of this for next week. I mm-hmm. think it was also said a lot about short version a lot about violence. Yeah. And I think the fact that this came from somebody who's not American is a lot to say about what our country looks like from the outside. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. Today. Absolutely. I have um, a whole like, And I think, <laughs> and I love, I love Martin McDonough too. Like yeah. it's a style. I understand people who didn't, who wouldn't like it because they don't like that kind of style of movie right. and like, or who don't like that kind of level of violence. And yeah. I, sure. you know what? Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. But like, I'm a fucking Tarantino head Hell and yeah. I'm going to love a Martin McDonough movie. Of course. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Especially yeah. when it's a fucking woman and it's not a woman who's 20 looking hot in a jumpsuit. Yeah. Kill Bill. Look right. at you. You know, like, yeah, no, it's listen, it, she's a badass, but she's fucking sexualized in it. Right. I mean, right. listen. Yeah. But like, she was not fucking, like, it was amazing. She was yeah. not fucking around. Yeah. And, and she was just mad. And I think if anything mad. speaks to the times, it's that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, 
yeah yeah it was about anger yeah um some justified and some not right you exactly know? and but that's the nature of anger yeah exactly I think, you know yeah absolutely it always starts from a justified place but then it, then how much can you justify yeah exactly especially when it comes to taking that anger out mm-hmm. in terms in in violent manners yeah that's when it's kind of like oh god you know yeah and nothing is expected nothing is easily given in that no. movie no. you don't get to go oh i know what's gonna happen no. next or i know who that character is right oh i get it yeah like you don't get to do that ever yeah which is cool exactly um, you're always gonna be wrong yeah yeah um and yeah it's not about the victim because when is it ever about the victim it's right never about the victim of course of course it's not. The only person that continually tries to make it about the victim is Frances McDormand. Right. This character. And she doesn't fucking succeed. No, exactly. Because right. then it becomes about her quest more than her fucking daughter right. who was murdered. Mm-hmm. You know? But, like, that is so often the case. You know? Like, right. do we talk about Sharon Tate? No, we talk about Charlie Manson. Right. Right. And I think it's an indictment of that, too. I think it is, too. Yeah. yeah definitely. 100%. So. That's mm-hmm. me defending my top, my number five pick Hell for yes. the year. Girl, we're going to talk about, I got a lot to yell about, but I okay. can't right now. Listen. Yeah. Okay. What's your number four? My number four is Girl's Trip. <laughs> oh my God, guys, Alex got, Alex yes. got me the Tiffany Haddish um, autobiography for Christmas. I did. And I'm so excited <laughs> to read it. Oh my God. I'm so excited to steal it. I know. Minute <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I'm going to blow through it uh, as soon as now that I'm fucking off work, I'm just going like, to not do anything else. She, I can oh listen to God. her read off a oh grocery God. list. She's just so. She could describe paint drying to me and I would I think it is so funny and inspiring. And I know. Beautiful. I'm like charming and just great. Yeah. Um, I love when like all the late night hosts or daytime talk hosts interview her and they're all just like just sit mesmerized. There I know. They're like, you're just going to do this yourself, aren't yeah. you? I don't need to be here. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved Girls Trip. Honestly, the so fun. one I wrote down, like the first thing I was like, why I loved this movie was like, there were a bunch of gorgeous black women in bonnets and it was amazing. That's so true. <laughs> like I've never I'm, seen oh, that. I love that you took notes. I, took notes. I wrote so many drafts. Of this. Aww, cute. <laughs> Aww. I like scribbled it out and like wrote it in the corner of this page. No, but then yeah, she has fine. really pretty guys. Just... She has really pretty leaps on the other page. That's right. It's Mine's my just my chicken journal, scratch. Cause I've like, become that person this year. To just keep track of all my shit, man. You no, I to. feel you. I tried to bullet journal, and it's just become like a book of. Uh, I'm it's I'm on number it's just two. A notebook. I'm on notebook oh. number two. Oh. I mean, it's an organized notebook. Well, that's good. It's just I don't I just like scribble on yeah, it. Yeah, listen, at all my times. shit is not like the Instagram people. God, I wish I was. I know. Right? It's really but hard. I don't have time to do that kind no, of lettering. No, that's the thing, and like you gotta. <laughs> that's have why rulers. I need a bullet journal. It's I know. It has so much shit to do. Right. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, right? Yeah. Anyway, point is girls trap. I just, I've never seen black women represented on the screen like I have in that movie. So good. I honestly, and I I wrote down to the last speech, Mm. was was so beautiful. And it was basically uh, the the character, who's this woman named Ryan, very successful, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, businesswoman. Mm -hmm. And she's married to this uh, famous baseball player, Luke Cage. I don't remember his real name, but it was Luke Cage. The guy Um, who plays Luke Cage. Yeah. That is also not that man's name. I know. Anyway, Whatever. continue. Okay. Um, and he was stepping out on her and um, she basically like found out and she knew for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. And it was this whole thing. He had like gotten this other girl pregnant 
And it was, you know, that was the main, like, dramatic thrust of the movie. Uh-huh. And in the end of it, it was like she got this deal, but the deal was only if they were together. Mm-hmm. And um, in the very, very end, she gives this really, really beautiful speech about, um, you know, how she can't accept it because none of it is true. And she was like, you know, I, you know deserve better than this Mm -hmm. and i it took me a really long time to realize that but you guys all deserve better than this and it doesn't matter you're like we don't need him you don't need him you don't need anybody like you can you are worth something and you can you know succeed in this world and like it was just such a validating really beautiful speech it was and i thought if anything, like that one summation in terms, just like everything that's happened this year mm-hmm. and everything that like the zeitgeist is going through and everything that like black women are going through right mm-hmm. now, it was like a really great way to end this really, really silly <laughs> comedy, you know? Right, definitely. And it was raucous and super raunchy right. and super fun. And then it had like the super poignant moment where it was like a moment of for I feel like and it was for its core audience being mm-hmm. like, hey, you're worth something, yeah, you know, yeah. before going back. And then well, and like the whole movie is also about like them coming together yes. rather and, like, than competing with each other. Right. Exactly. And yeah. it was like, look at how strong we are as one and look how yeah. great we do when we support each other Absolutely. and like stop lying to each other and like doing shit behind each other's back. Like mm-hmm. it was really beautiful. And, um, everybody's hair looked great. That's wonderful. They, yeah. Um, Queen Latifah's <laughs> hair, I think brushed the floor most of the Holy time. Holy shit. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know, but it was amazing. It, it was, was mind amazing. blowing. Yeah. Also, the absinthe scene. Oh my god, we have to watch that again soon. <laughs> it's so funny. You get was, get a group was, of your friends together. That's my drink. number twelve. Nice. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Anyway, it was a riot. Um, Fuck yeah. It was great. Tiffany Haddish for president. Anyway, go ahead. What's your number four? <laughs> my number four is um, a movie that most people probably did not see: <gasps> The Little Hours. <gasps> Oh I yeah, that makes sense. Fucking yeah, yeah. loved the little hours, you guys. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. It was a fucked up movie, and it was absolutely my style and my taste. This was the most Alex soul. movie I've <laughs> literally ever seen. Like this, this year it was, was so the, funny. Like a movie of my like these were all like movies of my life. Yeah, it was so funny. That's a good. One. Um, the little hours is about God. What the fuck is it about? It's based on the Decameron, <laughs> which is a medieval fucking series of tales. Yeah. Um, and basically, back in medieval times, people would just get thrown into the nunnery because yeah. they didn't know what else to do with them. Right, right. They were just like, oh, no, we have a daughter and we don't have enough for a dowry. <laughs> Guess you're going to be a nun now. And you're, a, you know, a fucking 20-something person. And you're like, but I don't want to be a nun. And they're like, mm-hmm. bye, see you later. Mm-hmm. You're cloistered. Right. Um, so... <laughs> it's about like a very silly group of people and again this is based off of like medieval text yeah so no yeah and it's like legit what's what's hilarious is that like of course the catholic church like came out immediately and said like this film is a disgrace really yeah they put it on the posters yeah they said it was like a travesty or like disgusting or something oh my god they need to relax it was fucking hilarious (laughs) um uh yeah so it's like it's got molly shannon in it yeah it's got fucking 
so many people in it. Yeah. It's got Dave Franco. Yeah, Franco. So Dave Franco. Yeah, Dave Franco. Allison Brie. Yeah. was mm-hmm. amazing. She was the main character yeah. in it. That that was the first movie that made me really like take a look at her. And she had oh, a yeah. great year this year with Glow. She did. And she did have a good year with Glow. Um, oh yeah, Glow was great. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, she's <laughs> she's in that. And um, so <laughs> Aubrey Plaza is in that again. Aubrey Plaza had a fabulous year as well. Yeah, she really um, did. She was everywhere at Sundance. Yeah, specifically. She was. I saw the little hours at Sundance. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and like it's just about like fucking, <laughs> fucking. It's about literally, fucking. It's yeah. About sex. It's about religion. Yeah. It's about like just silliness. Yeah. Fucking witchcraft. Oh my god! Wait, Fred fucking, Armisen's cameo. Fred yeah. Armisen is hilarious <laughs> as the bishop. Absolutely. It was such a short bit. John but C. Riley so oh as god, the yeah, fucking priest is just like wonderful and loving. Nick Offerman is so funny and oh scary, and like just. So everything about it yeah. was amazing and it was the dp was a woman yeah a woman it was. of color that Hell i yeah. saw we saw at a panel at sundance she was, was awesome amazing because she was like we had no crew right <laughs> she was like we shot this movie she honestly on our had fucking the backs. most interesting things to say on she that panel really did yeah. and she was talking about like there's this one crash zoom mm-hmm. that oh my I god appreciated yes. so much yeah for, yeah for i appreciate it so much for the like comedic timing of it but yes. having seen the movie yes. after that panel right, i was right. like i cannot believe that they got that shot yeah they literally just like packed all their shit up yeah went up on top of a giant mm-hmm. hill mm-hmm. had she had like two crew yeah literally like, two key crew with her mm-hmm. there was nick offerman on a turret yeah. of like an ancient yeah. fucking italian castle yeah. with like two other like background members of right. cast right and she just fucking rack zoom yeah from i mean I miles mean, away yeah literally <laughs> like, literally just like and just crash zooms on his fucking frowning mustache it and i so funny died laughing and, yeah. and i was like i can't believe that she fucking got that I know. shot she pulled it off because she was talking about like all of the problems that they were having that right. day and how the like the fucking like all of the grass was just mud right. and like right. just everything was going wrong yeah. and like it was just amazing that she was just getting all of these amazing shots with like no crew at all. Yeah. Um, but they were able to shoot it in like this truly amazing medieval Abbey. And it was just, it was just so amazing. Like yeah. it's just so amazing. And I love that it was shot by a woman. Yes. That's amazing. Right. Um, the whole thing was just so weird. It was funny. So funny. It was so bizarre. That was another one that was super unexpected. Yeah. Too. Like you will, n- you'll never guess where it's going. No, you know, absolutely not. Um, unless you've read the Decameron. <laughs> unless you've read the Decameron. Yeah. So true. Which um, I dare you. Yeah. Who? 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 Right to Tweet us. me. You get to come on this podcast yeah. if you read the fucking Decameron. Oh, God. <laughs> um, it's a subset. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I fucking loved The Little Hours. Yeah, I saw it that's twice. So I yeah, that's true. I found a way to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was amazing. It was great. It was so weird. It was, it was wacky. Yeah. And wonderful. And I'll never forget it. It was hilarious. <laughs> I don't, I think not very many people will ever see it. Right. But I, ho- I mean, I hope to God it just like ends up showing up on Netflix or some shit and people like. I feel like it'll be a cult It becomes movie. a cult yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah because I'm going to start a cult about it. <laughs> yes, Alex. I'll be the leader. Yes. <laughs> Everybody join me. <laughs> it was super fun. It was amazing. Okay, what's your what's your number three? All right, my number three. We're getting we're getting up there, we're getting guys. Getting in there. Number three is Dunkirk. Ooh. We've already talked about it. You've literally said everything. The reason it's so high on my list though is the music. 
Mm, the music is so good. It's the only reason. And the silence. It's that high. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You already said everything okay. I needed to say. Oh. It was. I was. Gonna say, the music and the lack thereof. Um, yeah. is literally the only the only thing that I was like, holy shit. I listen to the soundtrack sometimes, and it's like a lot, and it's not wow. great to listen to by itself. But and I mean, not great. It doesn't make as much sense. I, I think mean, sure. you know, obviously, yeah. as any music it's does. Very, uh, yeah. But it's not like you know, like I can listen to the fucking Harry Potter soundtrack at any point in my life, and I'll be like, <laughs> wow, this is the most beautiful song ever. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know, you're not gonna listen to this and be like, wow, this is so beautiful and melodic. But it, you listen to it, and it makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw it in IMAX. We saw it twice in theaters because we're crazy. Because <laughs> we're Hillary fucking laughing. psychopaths. Like oh my God. we both wept so much both times, and <laughs> like, it, wait, I forgot about. Literally, the only reason, like, we like acted like the second time we saw it was for our friend Paul, but it wasn't. Right, it wasn't. It was just because we wanted to see it in IMAX and be like, I wonder how much more emotional impact there would be with all of the surround sound <laughs> so much surprise it was fucking crazy and terrifying just like we thought <laughs> remember when we left because that that showing of dunkirk and a showing of girls trip let out at, at the, all, same, the same exact same moment because then we went to the bathroom i will never forget this alex so we went to the bathroom and i remember coming out of the stall and i saw a group of three black women crying laughing like yeah. just howling and just, quoting yeah and one of them goes into the stall, and then behind them are these two girls, and one of them just wipes a tear from her face. <laughs> they're not talking to each other, but they're clearly together. They're, like, avoiding eye contact. Yeah. And I was like, so oh, funny. my God, we saw different movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, yeah that, and that was happening out in, like, the lobby area, yeah. too. It was just, yeah. like, groups of pockets of people, so like, funny. cracking up, and yeah. other people just going, like, yeah, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I you know I didn't even know. Yeah. About Dunkirk yeah. Beach before. They like go outside so. and hear a loud noise and like flinch. <laughs> it's like, yo, oh, okay. I do remember that yeah. we like, <laughs> riding the subway was like a little bit yeah. traumatizing after the first time we saw it. Oh man. For sure. Um. Oh, so good. Yeah. What a fabulous movie. Yeah. So yeah. That the, was I, your number three. That was my number three. I'm sorry. I can't keep track of numbers. It's no. okay. I'm having numbers. trouble too. Numbers I'm, go in my brain and go right out. Same. What's your number three? My number three is I, Tanya. <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah, my number three was I, Tanya. Can we go see that again? Can we go see that again? Yeah, let's definitely okay. see that again. Um, fun fact about how we saw I, Tanya. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's we weird. We saw I, Tanya in a very specific manner. We, we did. went to a free screening. Yeah. Um, just like a friend was like, ah, get these tickets off Eventbrite. We are like, yeah, let's do it. Free screening. Fuck yeah. Um, turns out it was hosted by the tanya harding nancy kerrigan museum <laughs> museum you guys it's like a very small museum oh. it's just about like and I museum brought, always has a question mark muse- after it. Uh, yeah it was so funny because it's not really a museum it's more yeah. like a club yeah it yeah. seems um the way that they all seem to it's know each so other because yeah. <laughs> we showed up with a fuck ton of our friends yeah. and um it was really fun because some of my actor friends, not <laughs> my friends who majored in film at NYU, but right. my friends who majored in acting at NYU, yeah. you'd be surprised how big the divide can be. But um, yeah. <laughs> they were like, why did you take me to a Tanya Harding cult? 
<laughs> I did. I thought I was seeing a movie, and I was like, uh, "That's a great question." Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't know that this was happening. There was like a guy who sang a song that was like, yeah. "She landed the triple axel." Literally, like, beforehand, and was like, "There were puppets I was young involved, and guys." I was gay, and yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, yeah. that's great." <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I, I know. Was, like, who knew? I mean, I had no Christ, idea. I didn't know Tanya Harding meant so much to a very specific sect of people. But there's like a whole following. I had no clue. Yeah, and like bef- they were like, before we watch the movie, I just want to say tanya said she approves of movies so we all love the movie now so just wanted to like, <laughs> I was like, I oh. I was like it was like partially joke but partially not i know yeah you know? Exactly. and i was like oh shit yeah um, it was crazy it was crazy it was really funny <laughs> it was a really specific crowd to see yeah. that movie with like it was fun to watch that the first time with that with group that of people crew. and we were like whoa yeah, right. okay i'm um, glad i feel like we all laughed at like the right parts because they all laughed at those parts yeah that we left you know and yeah. i was like there oh, was like there know. wasn't a bunch of like info we were missing or something yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no it was wonderful and after watching the movie i was like i understand why there are some people who are like fuck yeah i'm a diehard tanya harding fan yeah. because it does make sense you know yeah. like her accomplishments have been overshadowed by mm-hmm. a very like misrepresented portrayal of her you it's know true. and yeah. like let's talk about her trauma as yeah. well definitely because she was definitely a victim and nobody talks about no. her shithead husband beating the fuck out of her all the right. time and how he was like literally behind all of it <laughs> literally you know and yeah. like even if she was part of the scheme it was like you have to imagine what it's like to live with your abuser every day right and how much that fucks with you you know yeah. as well as being on the not like international stage yeah. And constantly being critiqued about your body. Right. And still, Where she came from. Yeah. Like and her, like her class and all okay, that. And like Ro- Margot Robbie's fucking monologue. She gave a monologue. I watched it illegally since oh, I went to the bathroom. But then I watched it illegally like, the other night. Oh, Holy shit. Okay. Like she gives this monologue after her sentencing. Mm-hmm. So Tanya Harding was banned from yeah. skating. Yeah. The International Yeah, skating. the Association for Skating yeah. People Who Skate. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. Um, no winter sports. But she, <laughs> she was banned from it for yeah. life, yeah. from competing for life. And you have to remember, she was a young woman when yeah. this all happened. And yeah. her husband and, like, the dudes who actually carried out the act got, like, 18 months in prison. Right. And when the judge gave her her sentence, which was, mm-hmm. like, probation and that yeah i mean the monologue that margot robbie yeah. gives is yeah. incredible she's like you cannot do this this is yeah. a life sentence yeah you are giving me a life sentence right. you are giving them 18 months in prison mm-hmm. please send me to prison and right. it's just like it's amazing and i don't know if it's true and i don't care because it was amazing yeah and it just like i was just weeping yeah. and i was like yeah. i did not expect to weep at this movie right right um because the whole thing is so crazy yeah i mean some of it is really intense and like it is, yeah. I mean, there are parts of it that are deeply disturbing. Yeah, it's not a lighthearted movie. No, especially it's the a stuff dark her comedy. Is yeah. very dark. And that's yes. the thing, like when we say like dark comedy, like it's a it's dark, dark no, that's comedy. True. And, yeah, um, I guess we didn't. Yeah. Well, and like that. again, it's a really specific tone that they were able that's to true. really yeah. pitch and really get and really like walk a fine line. Right. And um, yeah, I just thought that that was amazing, and um, we have to like examine the way that we fucking treat women definitely media especially we love to build people up and then rip them down especially when they're women yeah definitely especially when they're women i mean there are posters out right now that are pictures of meryl streep with harvey weinstein with she knew pinched over her eyes and i'm like why are we 
going after women. What about all of the men who knew? What about yeah. all of his friends and his confidants and the people who were close to him who facilitated I, everything who were men? What about fucking him? And al- he I mean, also knew. him. <laughs> like, what about the man yeah. who is currently in office who has yet to take any accountability for any of the sexual misconduct allegations exactly. that are facing him? Exactly. You know? And yet we're st- like, but it, the reason that people are doing that, the reason that that is being done is because... Meryl Streep is one of the only actresses right. in Hollywood that's gone a, a good long while without right. being torn the that's fuck true. down. That's true. She's just kind of overwhelmingly beloved right. and like what could bring her down right. and that's what people are trying to do. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't you fucking dare. Right. <laughs> this is nobody's fault except those men. Exactly. Um, right. Yeah. It's it's a fucking wreck. Um, but yeah, so I I thought I Tanya was great. I thought it's a, I think it's a great time yeah, for this movie definitely, to be made. Definitely, um, I love that Margot Robbie produced it. She yes, she this was one of the movies that they first started working on with mm-hmm. her production company that she yeah, founded, right, which is really true. awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, and it was just it was a me movie. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> it's definitely the kind of movie that mm-hmm. I love. <laughs> yes, no, it was amazing. It was great. Okay, what's your number two? All right, guys. I make a lot of people happy. Make a lot of people upset. Okay. Number two movie is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Ah! <laughs> now, I'm ready to defend this. I've already defended this movie one. so much, and I will continue because I That's grew up good. with Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. My favorite as as a kid um, was Spider-Man because it was the Spider-Man. only. It was like you, anybody can relate to him. He's um, a fucking nerd. Yeah, he's a weird kid yeah. who you know, has to learn that what being a superhero means. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of them, you they know, show up on page one and they're like, I'm super. And you're like, right. Great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and Spider-Man is starts as a teenager who uses his powers to get money. Yeah. And realizes through trauma and tragedy mm-hmm. and just the pains of growing up that yeah. he now has this greater responsibility thrust upon him and that, you know, yeah, he has to make. He takes the choice. it so seriously. He really does. Yeah. Um, and I, this Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Yes, hands down. On the screen. I agree. And, and, and we've seen, had too many. I've Spider-Man. seen them on stage and on screen. Alex has seen every single Spider-Man, and she will back it up. I fucking yeah, best I'm a third-party observer, fam. And yeah, I yeah, a hundred percent. Tom Holland, right? And it was such a Queens movie. So Queens. It was so New York. It was. I actually am going <laughs> to... Here we go. Um, I think that the the justice that was done to people of color in this movie... I yeah. understand Peter Parker is a white guy. Yeah. I understand the thing with that. And especially with the whole thing about Miles Morales, mm-hmm. who will... I mean, if anybody knows anything about comic books and watch that movie, it's so clear that Miles Morales is going to be in this universe. Yeah. He's the uh, black Spider-Man mm-hmm. in the comics. Um, who, uh, what's his face? Oh my God. Donald Glover was definitely, I mean, he was teased as his uncle. Yeah. Um, so you know he's going to be in this universe. And I think that's amazing. And like for, I think what this movie did really great is, is the people that surrounded Peter Parker, I think really did justice to what it's like to grow up in New York. And I mean, I was never a teenager in New York, but I was a 18 year old in New York. And that group of people like Ned and MJ Zendaya and Liz and like 
that little that tiny kid who was on the chess team that asian kid Mm -hmm. i mean everyone around him was interesting and you know diverse and it was not i'm usually not the person as you'll see from my number one pick next week i'm not the person to say like we should do colorblind casting like everyone should be like kumbaya you know like Mm -mm. but i thought in this movie the way they did it and the way that Peter, you know, he's a 15 year old kid yeah. and he's not going to be thinking about things no. the way that I am and the way that we are. And he's not woke yet because I wasn't woke at 15, mm-hmm. but I mean, the people who were around him and the, the way that they presented the story, I think was so now and yes. so forward thinking and so like just, it was wonderful. Amazing. And there were two black female love interests Fuck yeah. I've never seen that in a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And Zendaya is like, I'm not going up there. It was built by slaves, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Casually in a Marvel movie. I was right. like, are you kidding? Also, love that it was a teen movie. I think that's the reason a lot of people don't like it. And mm-hmm. I completely understand valid. Yeah. Especially if you don't like teen movies. It's like, yeah, then you're not going to, you're probably not going to like this. Yeah, but you shouldn't like Spider-Man then because he's a teen superhero. Thank you. So, and like, it's he, appropriate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a teen movie that happened to feature, like, Spider-Man punching some people occasionally. It's so funny. Which was great. It's so um, funny, too, because we always talk about how, like, the, the like, wonderful friendship between um, Ned and, Ned is, guys, and Ned Spider-Man is, is like, so favorite. wonderful <laughs> and hilarious and, like, is very much, like, the way we would be if, like... <laughs> if one of us got if, superpowers, yeah, the other one, one would be, like, we gotta tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the funny part is, like, Liv always says, like, oh, God, I would be the one that's, like, we gotta tell everybody. Yeah. We have to tell everybody. <laughs> oh, my God, call everyone. Yeah. And he's, like, you would be the one that's, like, what glasses do I get to hide my identity? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, right. yeah, that's true. I would do that. <laughs> it's so funny, but I think like that just goes to show that it like it really portrays like best friendship. Yeah, super well. It really it's does. like they're fucking like weird young nerd boys, yeah. and we're like, I identify. <laughs> yeah, and it was real yeah. nerds too. I mean, like real. I get that in the time of the. Because I own both movies. I own the Tobey Maguire original Spider-Man and mm-hmm. I own this one. And yeah. I can watch both of them over and over again. Yes. But what I loved about this one was it was, he's not like a nerd who's some big jock guy like beats up. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't happen in high school anymore. No, it's different. It's another weird kind of a loser yeah, kid who just, just isn't as smart just as him. gets ignored. And calls him Penis Parker. Yeah. And that's like devastating to him because he's like, why is he calling me penis? Yeah. He like mostly ignores him. And then when he sees him goes like, yeah, you know, whatever. And you're like, oh, but like has a nicer car than him, but is still like still sucks. Like no one likes it. You know, that's what New York schools are like now. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. And I love that. Like the fucking mean kid was also like, um, oh my God. Yeah. It was Tony Revolori. Yeah, Tony Revolori. Yeah. He was in... Um, Grand Budapest. Yes, Grand Budapest Hotel. Love him. He's amazing. I hope he, he so blows good. up. He's amazing. Another kid of color. I'm just like, oh He's my God. so funny. You know? Yeah, he's so funny um, in that movie. And like, I thought it was also interesting. Like, I mean, Peter does kind of get everything handed to him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When he's Especially when he's not Spider-Man, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, by the end of it was sort of him coming to grips with that and being like... I need to take all of this, what I have been given mm-hmm. and what I get to have yeah. and these powers included yeah. and like 
fucking use it and do something with it and like yeah. that's why well and like you know he has that tony stark moment where right it's like i gotta learn my responsibility yeah because he doesn't I have any get, yeah i don't want to get cut off he has no responsibility from in the this beginning. mentor that has like just kind of come out of nowhere for me yeah and it's yeah and tony's like i'm gonna take this fucking away from you because you don't deserve it and he's like i don't deserve it and mm-hmm. he's like oh no shit i gotta i gotta work on this yeah. you know and he realizes that he has a lot to learn which i can also as a person who you know, generally takes on too much and then it's like, oh <laughs> shit. Okay. I have a lot to learn, yeah. you know? And anyway, yeah. guys, I loved Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, that's a wonderful movie. Yeah. That's my number two of the year. Amazing. Alex, what's your number two? <laughs> I already know. <laughs> yeah. My number two is Lady Bird. Yeah. Because of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> Lady Bird is Lady my Bird story. was based off of Alex. <laughs> Was. Lady Bird was California, almost shamelessly. That's like literally yeah. everything else. She just me. took. Guys, I'm calling out Greta Gerwig. Greta, she followed me around took, my whole life. You should have bought the rights to Alex. <laughs> no, she didn't even buy my life rights. This is a scandal. Even I'm sitting there I'm watching suing. that movie and being like, Alex. Like, down keep to like, like elbowing her and was like, what? down to like names of people. I like, yeah. I just like looked over at her and like mouthed yeah. things and yeah. it was like. <laughs> it was crazy it, it was, was honestly really insane funny. it was really funny um i would like to say that i wasn't as neurotic yeah as, that's true. as you, lady bird yeah. i didn't rename myself lady bird i did yeah. fucking dye my hair you red did in high school you did <laughs> thought i was cool and i still do because i still do that anyway it's fine. um yeah see that followed you into yeah that's like, just a thing now i mean one of the most like r- ridiculous and hilarious stories that i love to like think back on is when my good best friend growing up her and her brother yeah. bought unconsecrated yeah. eucharist hosts oh, right yeah and we're just fucking munching on yeah. them uh-huh. in the house and her their mom is a catholic school teacher uh-huh. and was like what are you doing you can't do that and they were like it's not consecrated and like i was eating them too because right. we were like these are good yeah. and then like one fell on the floor and the dog ate them and we like cried laughing and uh-huh. you know everyone was like you're going to hell mm-hmm. it was like and but it was all like jokes 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 right and when i saw the scene where they're just kind of got their feet up yeah and they're just hanging out in the sacristy like eating unconsecrated mm-hmm. eucharist hosts i was like are you fucking yeah. kidding me it was so that's annoying. so funny yeah. like i would i did not think anybody else would have had mm-hmm. that kind of right story well then that other know? girl comes in and is like you can't do that and they're, and they're like, like oh. It's unconsecrated. Yeah, literally. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. It was so, yeah. And, like, it was so real. yeah. And, like, the whole thing of, like, yeah, like, I don't know, being best friends with people in high school and, yeah. and having new groups of friends and then being yeah. like, uh, this sucks or whatever. Right. You know, I don't know. It's just like, I thought it was like just all of it was so, like, true to life Definitely. in a way. I don't know. It was like, it was really, it was really wonderful, and mm-hmm. I and it really um, brought me back. Yeah, for which sure. Was cool. Mm-hmm. Like it was definitely like her love letter to her own like journey. I yeah. think. Yeah. And it was really kind of wonderful to go through it all again mm-hmm. and be like, oh shit, yeah, like. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Again, like I wasn't on like I wasn't necessarily on the wrong side of the tracks, right? Of thing. Sure, like, sure. But yeah, I went to school with old people a lot richer, richer than right, my family, right. and they didn't under you know they were right. like, well, why can't you adjust? And yeah, like, because I don't have a car. Right. Like, well, why don't you own a car? And right. It's like because I'm 
Yeah, because my parents can't buy me a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's. It was. Um. It was really wonderful and really real to me. It really hit right. home growing up in Catholic school. Um, and I thought that it deserved to be number two for me because yeah, because of all that. Because yeah. like I'm never gonna forget going to the movies and being like, oh my god, someone told my story. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. Yeah, you know, it was and like insane. I mean, there's it's- a script that I've been working on for ages yeah. about you know catholic high school it's a little different different. obviously it's different um it's it was a little it had a lot more fiction for sure honestly my script in it but it had a lot to do with being a young woman being in catholic school and kind of resenting the whole situation right right whereas Greta Gerwig has a very different relationship to catholicism listening to interviews with her and she's not catholic right she was not raised catholic um she just went to a catholic high school right um Weirdly enough, it was to, so that she could pursue fencing. Oh, interesting. Like, in a really, like, professional oh, way. Oh, that's which is, cool. Which like, is so bizarre. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fencing is weird. Yeah. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Um, so then she went to Catholic high school and was right, like, this is right. fun. Um, but, like, yeah, it, it's interesting. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Because then I think, like, other people get to have a different kind of relationship with right. the things that you grew up in. Yeah, you for know? sure. Because for they sure. don't see the limitations of it as much because they're not bound by those limitations. Sure. That's very true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, I have a lot of anger from being, of course, being the dead of winter and I'm not allowed to wear pants. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. What the fuck? Why? Um, and just, yeah. Coming into my feminism. Yeah. As a, as a, as a 16, 17 year old girl. Um, in Catholic school is like right. a rough thing to go through. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I acted a little crazy in high school, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, I don't know if anybody will remember, remembers me from high mm-hmm. school, the way that maybe Lady Bird mm-hmm. seems to right. made quite an impact on everyone. Yeah. I mean, she did that. Um, so yeah. passionately, you know, I mean, Oh my God. Yeah. But um, like the whole like auditions in front of other people right, thing is right. like so real. That happened. Mm-hmm. That's true. Cause Lady lot. Bird was in theater too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was yeah. in theater. Yeah. yeah. And like, she yeah it was just oh my god it, yeah the whole thing was just so like ugh, my life was so funny it really I didn't was. throw myself out of a moving car ever but yeah no again yeah alex was never n- n- <laughs> crazy <laughs> but i mean crazy yeah, yeah. but you yeah. know yeah i was a yeah. little more booky than yes, ladybird for sure um yeah yeah it didn't get up to so much mm-hmm trouble <laughs> i suppose for sure but, yeah. i mean the trouble yeah. is what's really fun in the movie yeah super fun and like her weird older brother oh my character god is yes. like so bizarre right. and like of course I, I didn't have that i'm the oldest no. in my family but right. like it's so funny like it's a funny like yeah. yeah the way that that relationship played out in the movie was hilarious yeah um yeah um i love that movie the oh. way that the one line that i think really i still remember mm was when that one nun said uh she was like you pay a lot of attention to there she's talking about sacramento and what she wrote about in her um, oh yeah college essay she's like well you pay a lot of attention so i you know she must really love it and she was like i don't know like or something like what is that that doesn't have to she's like i don't know that i love it yeah. yeah and she's like i think it's one and the same, basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I thought that was really Paying attention amazing. to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool movie. There are so many moments in it for me that were, like, just really 
emotional and wonderful yeah. and like yeah. I don't know how many times I've like had fights with my mother where mm. she's angrily scrubbing a dish yeah <laughs> and will not speak a word oh right that's and, true that like, one scene that yeah. one fight scene I was yeah. like oh my god I've never seen that on screen and Definitely. how many times has that happened to me in my life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a million mm-hmm. where like I was a teenager and just shouting about something and we were in a fight and then she just decides to go totally silent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then is continuing to God. like clean up right, or do some her, shit. Do whatever that she's and then I'm like, doing. well, let me help. And it's like, no, you know, right, and it's like right. this whole fucking thing. And then it's like 30 minutes of silence and whatever. Yeah, right. But like, yeah, that thing. And right. then at the end of the day, you always come back together because right. like, if like those, like, and like in the movie and mm-hmm. as well as in my life, it's like, they fucking love you. Right. They're supportive, actually really good parents. Yeah, like, yeah. even though you're a teenager and feel like everything's against you right. and the whole world is trying to keep you down and whatever, yeah. it's like, it's not true. No, <laughs> you know? like, no, right. You just don't know what's happening to your body and your hormones and you don't mm-hmm. know what the real world is of yet. Of course, right? You know? And I thought the way that they teased the ending of, sorry guys, I've given up on the spoiler thing. Um, uh, in the end it's not really even a spoiler but she just has this one line she calls her mother and she goes like yeah hey it's me christine like i'm going by christine now that's my name it's a good one you know yeah and i feel like just that one line was enough to kind of be like okay this is she's growing up yeah and i mean that's gonna take a while yeah but well and like the idea that like you can't really sometimes like you can't really love the place that you like if you have a true one hometown mm-hmm. um Greta Gerwig I think said in an interview mm-hmm. like you can't really truly love a place until you leave mm-hmm. it yeah kind of thing like that idea like well, playing and, with that idea right and I mean as someone who's moved a ton mm-hmm. I would argue that that stays true even if yeah. you haven't had one true yeah. hometown and like I definitely yeah. feel that right I definitely feel that yeah. with my hometown and um yeah, I thought it was really like mm-hmm. I thought that that was really well illustrated it was, in yeah. like the visual aspects yeah. of it too and Definitely. they shot it actually in Greta Gerwig's hometown mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um it was really yeah and I I really liked she talked about the writing of it mm-hmm. um and she was like I had written all these scenes and I didn't know how they fit together and I didn't know like really what was going on mm-hmm. and we were working on it forever and then she's like and then at the top of my page I just suddenly wrote like my name is ladybird right you right. promised you'd mm-hmm. call me that right and it was just like this idea of like you promised right that you would do this thing right. for me and mm-hmm. like i don't know that line to me is so wonderful because like it's so childish yeah it's just like such a childish thing to be like yeah. you promised right you said you would why aren't you right you know but then also this like you know, rejection of the parent, you right. know, in, in its essence is like this rejection of the name that she gave right. her and right. rejection of childhood in general and yeah. being like, I am something else now. Yeah. You have to recognize that. Right. You know, and like that defensiveness mm-hmm. and like, that's just such a fucking teenage thing to do and yeah. say. And, um, there's something really wonderful about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and how complicated just something like that one phrase is. Yeah. And like, oh God, who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> would have been like, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, I know, Hell right? yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, a couple months ago, I was like, I could, I could take her or leave her. I've never yeah. seen Francis Ha. God, my mom keeps telling me to watch Francis Ha. And I'm like, I keep getting scared that I'm going to watch it and I'm going to, it's going to like hurt my soul. Same. <laughs> yeah. 
Especially because my mom keeps telling me to watch it. I mean, talk about mother-daughter relationships. I'm like, well, you telling me that I should watch it makes me not want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shout yeah. out, mom. Hi, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to take recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. Especially from I think like, it, in parents, general, you know? Yeah. In general, I find it hard to take recommendations. Oh, but yeah, sure. it's hard to take recommendations from I always parents. find, yeah. For me, it's very specific when my parents are like, watch this. I'm like, like why? Why are you yeah. telling me to do the thing? <laughs> yeah it's don't no like i moved out i make it's, my own well, it's money like that thing that, like <laughs> if you know they told me to read a book in school like i would read a oh, thousand uh-huh. books a day mm-hmm. as a child but like if they told me like if i had an assigned fucking book mm-hmm. to read uh-huh, i was like uh-huh. i don't want to read it right right i don't want to yeah you know like and i'm like i recognize that this is probably a great book yeah but <laughs> i don't want to read it <laughs> i a little bit got over myself eventually about yeah. that but yeah. in general i still don't do great with like yeah. assignments mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like uh, read this do this thing mm-hmm. and i go like uh-huh and then they go off no. and do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> and then, uh, figure out a way to talk myself out yeah. of whatever conversation <laughs> i have to get into with that friend that i promised i'd read the book that they want me to read or whatever <laughs> all right guys that was our top 10 or so nine those are our top nine stay tuned stay tuned for, for our, our top number 10 one. which i think our, our number one is the same movie. Okay. Um, just going to be talking about we'll that movie next week. Movie. We'll talk about our number one movie of the year. Yeah. And our honorable I'll mentions. Mention. I will talk about The Shape of Water, which I finally see. She will finally see it. I'm so excited. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay weird and wonderful. And um, go watch so many movies. Go watch so many movies. Follow us on very quickly social media, Twitter. They ridiculous at the ridiculous. That's ridiculous people productions. Alex on Facebook. I, oh yeah, and we're on Facebook too. Yeah, ridiculous people productions on Facebook. They can find me at Alex Shan A L U X S H A N on Instagram and Twitter. Dope. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Liviosa L I V I O S A H. Yeah. Go watch a movie, you guys. Go watch so many movies. Good luck. Um, <laughs> and have a happy holiday. Merry Christmas. No, I don't Merry want to say Merry Christmas because Trump wants to say Merry Christmas. So happy fucking holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, happy end of Hanukkah. Yeah, that's true. Happy end of <laughs> Guys, joyous Kwanzaa. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is celebrating Kwanzaa, I hope you had a wonderful Kwanzaa. You having a wonderful Kwanzaa. You will have a wonderful if Kwanzaa If anyone's celebrating Kwanzaa, tell me where to get one of those candle thingies because I genuinely want one. <laughs> um amazing and um merry christmas to all those who care and um (laughs) happy fucking new year soon yes we're very excited we'll probably talk to you right before the new year yes we will um thanks for listening thanks Bye.